rather than everything being perfect, it's more important that you get your results delivered because at the end of the day, no one is going to think about, oh, um, uh, no one is going to see that, wow, you make all these, all these rows all align and like, you know, it's the same width. Oh my God, so amazing. They just see the numbers, right? <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Work Inspires podcast, the people's podcast for life, career, and business. So you all know who I am. You all know who Jason is. But we have this wonderful and lovely lady with us right here, Sandra. Hello, Sandra. Hey, hello. Welcome, welcome. I'm so excited. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Thank you for for being here and, and taking your time. Really, really appreciate it. Great, great, great. So just to just to a hint of what's who and who and what Sandra has done is Sandra is a learning and development executive at Star Media Group, overseeing and co-running groups lead learning initiative, talent programs, which also include the Star Graduate Program, Star Trek. She's actually a graduate in psychology. I'm not sure whether she can read our minds or not, but we will really dive deep dive into that after this. So we have interesting questions for uh for her. She's also part of the uh Sunway alumni, uh, which is where uh me and Mallory was from as well, and has a very huge heart for growing people. So with that, uh, let us all welcome Sandra. Yay! Thank you for having me here today. I'm so excited. I've been following the podcast since. You guys started, and now I'm here. Thank you. Great. I think I think uh this is also something new uh for, for us when we meet more new people, the more fun things that you love to do with it. So before we deep dive to today's topic, uh, let's us have a fun energizer with a simple game called put a finger down. So instead of playing with 10 fingers, we're going to play with only 5 fingers. You can chip in. So me and Asa will go first. Let's see who whether we can survive, uh, uh, who can survive the longest. So let's start with put a finger down if you don't drink coffee. I mean, okay. <laughs> correct, yes. correct. Okay. Right, Sandra, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> okay, right, Asa, what about you? Yeah, finger down as well. Okay, so your statement, let's go. Okay, so the next one is, is put a finger down if you have salt when things don't go your way. Yes. <laughs> a lot. I can attest to that, yes. <laughs> so, Sandra, you, your turn, just your turn to, to try to shut us down. <laughs> I'm gonna do this. Uh, um, put finger down if you if you don't have pets at home. I have pets at home. Oh man, I thought this was. So look at her, evil. But yes, <laughs> I have pets at home. I'm still surviving. But yes, okay. So let's move on to the next person. Okay, so uh, this is also to see whether we have done our bit this morning. So put a finger down if you have not made your bit from this morning. I don't understand the point of making my bit. Don't make your bit, hello? What? 
It's okay. I'm on your side, etc. I, I kill myself as well. Jason, I think I think we know lah. I think we know. Okay. okay. <laughs> but yes. Okay. okay. <laughs> but so yes. my turn. My turn. My turn. Okay. Uh, put the finger down if you are a perfectionist. Um. What? Working on it. No. <laughs> Nice. Sandra, let's see. When you can survive yourself, you'll have one more finger, Sandra. Oh my god, this is terrible. <laughs> Put a finger down. If you have... She's looking around. She's looking around. <laughs> Put a finger down if you have not ever been to Disneyland. If I have not ever been to this Disneyland, so I've been, been to Disneyland. Disneyland. I've been to Disneyland, so I survived. <laughs> oh yeah, so you survived. <laughs> I haven't, I haven't. I'm so good, yeah. So let's just finish Sandra off. What statement that I can finish Sandra off? Uh, put a finger down if some uh if you have not been exercising for the past two days. Alright, <laughs> <laughs> alright. Right. So uh, thank you Sandra. So uh, thank you so much for sharing. So that's just a small uh fun segment that we just need to energize off with. So uh let's deep dive down today on 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 uh, on the topic today. So specifically the topic we chose was towards more on uh perfectionism and how that's why we even in the put a finger down we asked you who was a perfectionist and how do you deal with criticism along the way as a perfectionist so let's start off with something like something that we uh we know some of us here definitely are perfectionists i think as far can agree as well uh him himself is one as well so how would you okay let's let's do something with a, a light simple term to start with definition how do you define a, a perfectionist in your own terms sandra I think for me, right, being a perfectionist means to have everything right on the first try. So, um, on a test, you must get 100. There's no 99, 99.5. It's more of a one-time, oh, I learn, I get it immediately, and I ace it, you know? It's sort of that Asian kind of mentality where you go, um, you need to be correct on the first try, you need to have it right, everything must go correctly, smoothly, you can't do anything wrong, there's no room for failure in this household of um, thinking. Alright, but Sandra, if you think about it, right, and when when you were young, did you, did you um, I would say, look at it as a high achiever instead of a perfectionist? <laughs> Can you repeat that? <laughs> do you see? Do you see yourself when you were young? Right? You want to hit. You want to hit hundred. You always want to achieve. You want to make sure everything is proper and everything like that. Do you think that that is considered like a being a high achiever or or as a perfectionist for your case? I think it's sort of like both. Cause like in my nature, I was. I'm always like someone who wants to. Maybe like go a bit further in life or like whatever the, the things that I do uh, in, in, in work, projects and stuff like that. But then mm. at the same time, uh, I need everything to be the way that I want it to be. So it, wow. if it goes wrong, it's like 
I'll get super down and, and it's just, I'll get very upset. So it's not just being a high achiever, right? But then being a high achiever is one thing. And then yeah. to be a perfectionist as a high achiever, as a high achiever, it's the most <laughs> Worst combo to have high achieving perfectionist. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so you're talking about that, right? Talking about uh, high achieving and so uh, perfectionist. How would it affect a person's self love, especially when you tend to self criticize a lot? Yeah. So I think in terms of that, right? Because my my uh myself have been going through this like for my whole life, like, technically. Yeah. So it's a lot of battles with yourself, your own demons, saying like you know, there's a lot of negative self talk going on, saying. Uh, there's uh, words revolving around like, oh, you are worthless, you cannot do this, you're useless, and stuff like that. So it really impacts a person, um, myself. It really impacted me like whenever things don't go my way or or when you really think back or, or even when like a project ends or like an event ends and you think, think back on it and there's like things that didn't go wrong, you think to yourself, like what happened? why this happened and so and so and another thing that i realized is that because of this perfectionism trait i tend to delay a lot of stuff so like because you want to get it perfect uh, and every time you you find things and you 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 try to get it do better every time and try to get perfect and then because of that progress so like procrastination of delaying of delivery it makes you. It makes me feel very anxious. You know, it's like the deadline is nearing, but I'm nowhere near that because I'm fixated on this this thing. So it's it's yeah, it's very detrimental to the mental health and also very detrimental to my headspace because it makes me very anxious. One that's one thing, and then another thing is you know you keep doing it and you don't get it right. It's also very um, it sort of like crushes your confidence and crushes your yourself in you believing that your ability is not up to par. Correct. So, yeah. Correct. Correct. I think I think just to write on to that question, I really love your, your answer. So just just to write on would be this. Do you think that the perfectionism side was a trait you were born with? Or do you think it was something along the way, someone implanted it to you, someone scolded you a bit too much when you were young, that's like, okay, no more failure, screw this, I need to be very perfect in a way. So which one was it for you, uh, for you Sandra? I love this question because this is a very psychology question and something we learn in psychology as well is like the 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 nature versus nurture thing when you are are uh, developing as a person right so in psychology definitely it's a balance of both for me myself personally I do think it's both as well maybe a bit more on the nurture side because there were when you ask that question, there were a lot of flashbacks <laughs> in my head. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> so, okay. that, um, being um, smart, sort of like being smart in in my childhood or like kindergarten, you know, like how kindergarten, your best student award and then in primary school, you get like straight A's, but then you start to realize you're starting to plateau. So you give yourself a lot of stress. Not mm. only me, like maybe your parents give you a lot of stress. So that definitely contributed, and me being myself as a uh, and and a go getter, high achiever, like me wanting to do the best in everything, that also adds on to the whole perfectionist, the whole mm. 
nature and nurture sort of thing. Correct, correct. I, I totally feel it. It's the, the kiasunas side, I presume. Yes, <laughs> the correct. simplest term to put it, the kiasunas side, uh, everything wants to be the top. I, I use even, even uh, just to share for, for everyone as well, uh, in my family also, we had this one thing thing called, uh, because my name is Jason Fang, so uh, the Chinese name is uh, Seng Feng. Those people in the Fang family cannot lose to other people. So that was a term mm. that legit, that it was drilled to us from <laughs> young. So that's how our so-called kiasunas comes in, which is amazing. Now well. I know. <laughs> <laughs> now oh. I know where his kiasunas and his heart-headed <laughs> came from. Deeply okay, now ingrained. ingrained. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I do agree uh, with, that, with that statement. So yeah. <laughs> so Ask Sandra, about I think, you. <laughs> yeah, I just, I, I'm just curious, right? Like, like because just now you were saying about, 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 um, self-criticism and then you have to cope and then nature thing so how do you cope mm-hmm. according um on on your end how do you cope on that um i think this is also a very interesting sort of like journey because it's not yeah. a one-time sort of like cope you know so i've been having sort of um, um issues i don't want to call it issues but challenges and struggles ever since i was like in 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 middle school so secondary school uh, and I met a really good teacher that taught me about all these feelings that you're feeling. Why do you feel so sad all the time? Why do you feel all this stress? And that sort of like pushed me to study psychology, like confirm I died. I want to study psychology at 15 years old, which is quite impressive if you ask me. Wow, <laughs> yeah, Please. so after that, it's been a whole journey of like trying to discover yourself, understand the psyche behind things, understand the mind, the behavior. And then, of course, um, I myself, I sort of like on and off since um, 2018, 2017 or 18, I started to go like to therapy and counseling and stuff like that. And it has been sort of like a journey to understand myself a bit more, manage myself a bit more. And recently, I've met this super great therapist. She is amazing. I feel like I found the best therapist for me. She's been teaching me something called acceptance commitment theory. So it's sort of like um, you feel all these emotions, like even though you have all this negative self-talk, you feel like, you know, you're worthless, you're useless. You have to take a step back and actually, I, literally she taught me this yesterday, you thank your mind. So you thank your mind, say, oh, thank you for this thought. And then it just feels weird because the thought will feel, you will distance yourself from that thought. And you will feel that it's very foreign to you. And like mm. if someone, so put it to put it in like an, an analogy, it's like someone, a stranger coming over to you and say, hey, your shoe's very ugly. <laughs> and then you'll be like, as, you can choose like how to respond. You can excuse me and like you can argue with them, say, oh, actually my shoe's very pretty. Eh? It's like freaking, um, what's that? That's, it's like freaking Gucci or something. And then the other person would still wouldn't and he still wouldn't get it because ugly means ugly. Da. But then you know if you change it and you say, Oh, hey, your shoe is very ugly, and then you say thank you, the person will be like very confused, right? If you, yeah. if you and then what happens is like you go about your day. La. <laughs> like Correct. end of story. Correct. So yeah, I feel like that's a very useful way to cope. And I feel like it's been working for me really well as so. well. That's actually so, so powerful. The, 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 really? I, I think that the term to just not respond the way they want you to respond is the, <laughs> is the few bully videos that we see. The, the more you respond yeah. back, the more they want to bully you. And when you don't respond to the person, be like, hey, 
this is not weird. <laughs> this is weird. This is not the response yeah. I'm waiting for. So yes, amazing, amazing. I think I think uh just to jump a short one. Uh, I love the part when you mentioned you went for therapy at the age of what fifteen at the teen. No, since 2017, since 2017, 2018, I, yeah, yeah. I wanted to study psychology when mm-hmm. I was 15. Mm-hmm. Uh, but to be that young and still be able to not yeah. say go ter- uh, therapy, so to talk, walk us through that journey, because in as you, most of us here, uh, I believe in therapy as well uh, for now, but most of the time at the start when we were young, the common misconception is if you're going to therapies and if you're going to meet someone to help you means you have a problem you have a mental yes. issue <laughs> so uh, we want to uh, debunk that as well we really want to remove that whole myth so what was yes. your experience like okay so my very first experience before i even went to a formal therapist is when i yeah. was 18 i think uh because I lived in boarding school sort of like my whole life and I wasn't really at home. So when I actually graduated from high school and moved back home, it was so weird. Like, And it was very detrimental like, because when I was staying out, I had my own freedom and stuff like that. But when you're at home, you sort of like, um, I felt caged or like cooped up. So it wasn't a very good time for me, like, especially my thoughts and all. So I there was this one time where I really couldn't take it. So I went to my mum. And then I just thought, tell her, like, you know, I want to see a psychologist. Then I feel like she also didn't know what to do. And then nobody, nobody knew what to do. So like everyone was like, what happened? What happened? And then I was there crying. And then after that, I went to sleep. And then the next day, it's like nothing happened at all. <laughs> so my first experience, like, actually, like, telling my mom or, like, letting people know that I want to see a psychologist. So mm. then after that, uh, obviously, because I didn't know how and stuff like that, I didn't actually follow through until there was this one time, which I think was a very significant time in my life. I went to an Imagine Dragons concert, my first ever concert, and it was the best. I had, I lost my voice the next day. <laughs> but during the concert, the, the lead singer, Dan Reynolds, he said something very powerful. He said um, something along the lines of like, you know, I have depression and I seek help. It's not it's not a sign of weakness to seek mm. help and it's actually like a sign Correct. of courage and bravery. So yes. I found that like super inspired, inspirational to me and the next day itself, I called up Sunway Medical Center. Excuse me, how do I make an appointment? <laughs> yeah, so that was sort of the start of my um, therapy journey and then mm. I even tried to bring my dad into one of the sessions uh, to, add, to, to get him to understand like even though like you know they he will still lecture me and say, you know, sometimes you just gotta let things go. Just don't think about this kind of stuff. But like, obviously, it doesn't work that way, right? Yeah. But it's, it's still like nice to know that he cares. Lah. Um, right. yeah, yeah, so, and then it on and off, on and off, like, until today, I feel like I'm still growing. And this whole month of, uh, like, I think the past month, I've been to like three sessions of a new therapist. And yeah. it has been like, amazing and this has been amazing growth and insights and yeah i mean if for anyone who is who is really thinking about getting therapy or like you want to figure out your emotions and how to manage it i would really really recommend therapy amazing 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 uh thank you so much for sharing that story it was a very touching personal story as well and it's so amazing that somehow Maybe now we know why, right, Asfa, that she, she likes all these good wives festivals. She likes music. That's where <laughs> her inspiration and motivation. A remedy. A remedy. Yeah, a remedy. <laughs> oh, 
my god, the clarity I already came amazing, amazing, amazing. Great, great. So let's just zoom back out to the uh to being uh uh a perfectionist and then how can you start accepting yourself? Um so at Work Inspires, uh and generally Work Inspires podcast, we value one word which is called pra- uh practically this three core pillars, which is to inspire, impact, and initiate. So my question or even the audience as well they would love to know which is this what is the one most practical step for the listener the friends or families that's listening to this can take uh, in order to start accepting like you mentioned accepting what their imperfections are and yet be still able to really progress and grow fast so what's that one step for you Sandra? Something that I learned throughout the past two weeks because we joined this program called the Young CEO Development Program is to fail to learn. So like it might sound weird, like fail to learn, it's like you're not learning things, but in actuality, it's like you have to go through all these failures to actually be able to learn. So in my point of view, like being a perfectionist, you're very, very, very afraid of failure. It's like the your worst nightmare, like my worst nightmare is failure. <laughs> so learning about this term really like um, impacted me a bit because I didn't realize it could be so meaningful to me, at mm. least. Because failing to learn is like, you know, you have to go through all these hardships, you have to go through the challenges, all this criticism, negative feedback. Um, but then, after the, everything, you learn from it, you also be more comfortable with failing or with not being, like, not even failing, it's like not being perfect. You're not, you're comfortable with that. And also, I think another important thing to note is Rather than everything being perfect, it's more important that you get your results delivered because at the end of the day, no one is going to think about, oh, um, uh, no one is going to see that, wow, you make all these, all these rows all align and like, you know, it's the same width. Oh my God, so amazing. They just see the numbers, right? That's a very good way to put it. <laughs> Agree. A lot of perfectionists is like true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, it's 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 really amazing. Um, and I, I like it like what you mentioned just now. It's like sometimes you have to see the end result, right? So all of those little things, yes, it is it's good, but of course at the end of the day, it it's what's the end result. Um for me personally, right? I I, I feel like like um it's something that's very important for us to identify. Like being a perfectionist, it's not wrong. There, there is, there is pros and cons and all those kind of things. It's how we, how we address it. Like how, how, like what Sandra managed uh, manage to convey this now. How do we manage it, right? So Sandra, talking about, um, I would say, how do you manage, um uncertainty and everything like that so let's 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 deep dive into like what you have gone through with jason recently what you have gone through with jason which is the young ceo development challenge again congratulations for both of you amazing work i hear a lot of stories about it we we will talk the stories later we talk the stories later but um being a perfectionist, especially in, in, in stressful situation, right? How do you handle uncertainty, especially not only inside a program, but inside your work and, and, and ETC? So how do you handle uncertainty being a, a perfectionist? Yeah, so I think the most, uh, the, the, the one thing that you can get out of uncertainty is a lot of emotion. 
Yeah. So usually when you're faced with uncertainty, for example, I'm getting my wisdom tooth extracted later and it's my first time. So I don't know <laughs> what to feel. <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> That's uncertainty. I, I pray for you. Good luck. So for me, what I would do is, and this is a lot of things that I learned from psychology yeah. and from therapy, is that you have to identify those emotions. Right? So underneath the basic emotions that we have, like happy, sad, and like anger and stuff like that. There are a, a lot of emotions. I'm pretty sure a lot of people have seen that wheel of um, emotions that everyone has. Yeah. So it's like, is it you're worried or you're like, um, what sort of fear have, are you going through? So I feel like it's very important to identify that emotion you're going through because so many emotions, right? So you're feeling so many feelings, you're thinking so many thoughts. It can be very overwhelming for you. So mm. for me, what I usually do is I acknowledge, you know, you acknowledge those thoughts. You just, you think it's part of you because those thoughts are part of you. They're not out here to like get you or like out here to bring you down. <laughs> They're just a natural, um, normal thing to do because, you know, you, it's dealing with uncertainty. Your, your thoughts, your, your body itself is trying to keep you safe. It's sort of like a protection. So it's very important to acknowledge those thoughts. And for me, I think what is next is to just go with it. It's like, you know, like what I said just now, in ACT, right, it's called acceptance commitment theory. Right. So accept those thoughts and, you know, you sort of like say thank you to your thoughts, which is very adorable. And then you still commit to what you're about to do. So mm. like, even though, for example, going into the uh, CEO development program, mm. I was very, very scared in, initially because I was scared there will be a lot of dominating characters and I was scared like I couldn't have a voice at the table. And yeah, all those thoughts was like, there was there were so many assumptions that I was making, right? So I learned to like figure out oh, why is it this way? Why, what, what is happening? And then in the end, when I actually got into the program, I was like, actually, it's not that half, not half bad. I actually texted my boss saying, um, at the end of the first day, I didn't know what I was so scared about. And he's like, haha, I told you so. <laughs> <laughs> when your bosses know who, how you will always react before the event, right? <laughs> so it's, it's very important to acknowledge your feelings, mm. but um, not to push it aside. And you don't just give up like that. You just go through with it. Uh, in the end of the day, you, 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 you don't know what will come out of it. Maybe it's something you like, op- it's like opposite your, to your expectations. So yeah. Mm. So, so I love, I love the, the, the two words that spoke out to me the most was assumption and then your whole expectation of, of, of the whole thing. Because at the end of the day, we, we all love to, oh, what do I put this term as? As daydream, we love to expect certain thing, we love to assume yeah. certain thing, but it may not be reality, but sometimes it may really, really create that fear uh, in us, which is amazing, which I would agree as well, uh, just to share since Aspa brought up the whole Young CEO Development Program Challenge as well. <laughs> I think we, we, uh, me and Sandra, we were chatting the whole, whole way through, we were experiencing the, the thing as well, but uh, that statement that you mentioned about uh, you have to fail to learn is really true. Uh, and the last one to just echo, really echo it was, uh, and to add on my, uh, my, my final take would be this, uh, action speaks louder than word, but result speaks the loudest. Because at the end of the day, no matter how many times you want to lash emotionally, uh, explode, so on and so forth, 
if you don't get your job done, you have not, not progressed at all. So yes, really progress on that part. Amazing, amazing, amazing. <laughs> so, yes, as well. so, Sandra, I, 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 think, I think it's something that's really good. It's, it's going to be very beneficial for people, like what you mentioned about acceptance, right? Because because being a perfectionist, all of these emotions, you have to address it. If you don't address it, you yeah. put it aside or you think that, that that is a downfall, then that will eat you up like crazy. So yeah. I, clearly, clearly, uh, you have experienced it and a lot of people have experienced it. So, so accepting it and addressing it and saying thank you for feeling that kind of emotions. It's, it's like when you say kind of cute. Um, I actually learned that also. And actually applied it. So every time when I'm feeling frustrated and everything like that, I acknowledge I'm frustrated and thank you for, yeah. for, for doing that. And then after that, I go on. So acceptance is something that's very important. Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> I, I, I'm slowly, slowly accepting it. Also, no, no. <laughs> but yes. Okay. So um, back to something on the personal side, on the personal side, I'm really curious. I always want to have these conversations with you, but again, every time we do per, it's mostly, uh, it's either about work or something yeah, else, right? <laughs> so um, something that I really am curious is tarot cards. You, mm-hmm. you have an interest and you know how to read tarot cards, right? Yeah. So just share a bit about how, how it started, how it started with tarot cards. Honestly, okay, so it started when I was feeling very lost in life. So I think uh, this was right after uni, you know, you just graduated. I didn't know what I want to do. I feel uh, I was in a full-time job, but I was like, is this really what I want to do? Or like, is there something even bigger out there for me to do? So this one fine day, I saw, I feel, I think I saw an ad or I forgot how I came across my, 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 my teacher, right? So she was doing tarot card readings and I was like, okay, maybe... I could get one and like figure out what to do in my life. Ah. So I went and it was a very, um, I wouldn't say weird, but very unique experience and very interesting because everything she said, she said, um, she mentioned things right down to like my family, how my family thinks of me doing this and, and what's mm. the future going to be like. Like now in your current situation, in your current job, um, you actually feel like, you know, not fulfilled and stuff like that. So it was very reflect, a, a, a really reflection of what I was feeling and and what was happening at the time so I was like oh my god this is so cool I need to learn how to do this um so just so happened she was also teaching how to read tarot cards and I was like okay I have um an interest I have free time like let's just try to do this and see where this takes us so I did and yeah and initially it was really really fun Uh, I mean it still is very fun it's just I have less time to do it but it was really fun and especially when I go out and uh, I share with my friends and they'll be like oh my god do me do me then I'm like sure what you want (laughs) (laughs) so that's the most I think that's the the, the most fun part of of all of it and yeah I think and people usually ask about things like relationship or like career like you know I don't know what to do I feel like you know um there's these two options. I don't know which one to choose. Like, I'm going to do this new job. I don't know what to expect. So all these kind of questions they will ask. And, and it's just like, um, everyone wants to know the outcome of things, you know? Yeah. So like a lot of the times, because tarot cards is not like fortune telling. It won't tell you like, oh, you get, you get, get into this job, you will earn thousands and millions of ringgit. 
it's not it's not that way it's oh. more of giving you guidance of what you should do so for example if you were given choices like the first card might might be you know it shows that um if you go down this path you might feel um unfulfilled or you might have um problems in um working in teams or things like that mm-hmm. or in another card maybe it will be like you know there's this thing um around your emotions maybe you you feel a lot of um, emotions in this job or or in this mm-hmm. relationship etc cetera, etc cetera. so it just lays out very surface like what will happen mm-hmm. or sort of like what is your focus what will be your focus if you get into these kinds of situations so it doesn't tell you oh tomorrow buy what number then you'll be super rich <laughs> it's because people do ask those kinds of questions they're like yes. can you give me number or like, <laughs> can you specifically tell me which company to go to then I'm like it does not work that way guys life does not work that way so <laughs> Starting from a a, a a a place where you know you want to know the the uh, the situations and the outcomes and the results of everything, mm. to me realizing that you know it's actually a process, and then sometimes you just have to let life take 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 you on where they where you are meant to go, and mm. just use the cards as sort of like a guidance as to uh is it uh, a negative idea or is it a good idea. Even if it's a negative idea, usually in the cards, there's always ways to overcome as well. So it's not like, yeah. oh, I see this is a bad card, so I don't want to do it. And mm-hmm. in tarot cards, there's, there's something that we very, very emphasize on. It's called free will. So, mm-hmm. for example, people come to us and say, and so like very um, easy question is like, will I pass my test tomorrow? And if the cards say yes, but you go back and you're like, oh, the cards say yes, I know to study lah. And then you <laughs> don't know how to do and then you come and tell me like why your cards not accurate one then I'm like hello that <laughs> way <laughs> <laughs> you still have to put in the work you know yes. so yeah that's the whole um story and wow 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 yeah, it's just really very very interesting actually I love the part where you said there is free will and, and there's mm. there's like how 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 do I turn this as well I think accountability or ownership towards the choices you take uh, okay. Yes, every day in life okay. we have definitely choices. Uh, the, the typical one is either you stay in bed or you get off of your bed and do something productive and so on and so forth or whatever Sandra and me feel to do is either you make your bed or you don't make your bed and just leave it there and continue your day. <laughs> amazing, amazing. Sandra, <laughs> Sandra. Um, hmm. this, does, this, does this tarot card actually help you in this, your uncertainty? Hmm. You personally? For me personally, right? I would ask, so whenever I'm feeling sort of, some sort of feeling, I'm feeling off or like, I don't know what will happen. Like, you know, I'll be yeah. like, let's try to pull a card and see what it says. Yeah. But usually, <laughs> the card will be like, uh, actually, you don't need to worry so much. Or even if it's not like some, some, some kind of card, I will pull cards that say like, uh, okay, like, actually, this is a good idea. Or like, you know, maybe you need to focus on your emotions or focus on, on getting people on your side. And it doesn't um, help me know the outcome. Even, yeah. even if it doesn't help me know the outcome, it sort of like gives me like that kind of reassurance that, you know, oh, maybe things will be okay. Or even if it won't be okay, it will tell me like, how do I make it okay? It'll be like, oh, focus on yourself, focus on other yeah. people, try to get people's help. So it sort of gives me that direction. And it definitely has helped me when it comes to like dealing with these sort of uncertainties and dealing with, um, um, worries like you know sometimes you think mm. too much and you'll be like worrying a lot 
but then when you pull a card and you say, oh, actually it's not half bad or like, oh, um, this is the advice that the cards have. And yeah. you feel a bit more grounded. You feel a bit like more reassured. As, even though you don't know the, the outcome, it's like as if you know what to do. But so okay. definitely, I feel like it does help, honestly. Nice. Even, even I agree because like when you say that, right, it really hit me. So like sometimes, right, when there's a lot of uncertainty in my life or things that I, I want, um, I will always um, tell myself, okay, I'm going to listen to a song, okay? Mm-hmm. And then some, just just because I have that, that thought, okay, what, what, what is God trying to tell me or what, what is the, 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 the universe is trying to tell me? Yeah. So when I play a song, a specific sentence would actually help me in this and all yeah. kind of things. So I think it would, would, would also relate. Oh, it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love the song, but I think I shared with you this yesterday as well, as well the, the, the yeah. song. When, when you asked me, do you have any song preference? I said no, uh, in a way that I let the universe decides songs for me. So there was just a, a little bit backstory. I was having a downside of, of life. Uh, uh, there was arguments with the relationship. And then um, someone told me, I was like, okay, it, it was during Christmas period. So believe in Christmas miracles. So I was like, okay. in one in my mind, I was like, okay, la, Christmas miracle. Okay, jela. Then the next moment <laughs> I drive the car, God was like, uh, you okay me some more and then you just put the song it was an old song you know car radios <laughs> normally they play a very new song it was a very old song uh, what was the song again uh? Uh, um, 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 it was something related to da, 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 if you believe miracles oh, can happen okay, if you right? believe miracles yes, 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 yes if you believe in miracles something like that so I was like Okay, God, I get your message now, universe. <laughs> I got it. So yes, it's super. Uh, for me, the word is scary as usual, but it's super, super, super powerful. Amazing, amazing, amazing. Great. I love the session so far. Uh, uh Sandra, we got to know more things about you as well. Uh, yes. not one, just day, one day, one day, Taroka. Okay, Sandra. Yeah, definitely. We would love to know where our path takes us, and also what else that can be entail to deal with our uncertainties as well. Good, great. So the last, I think the last question would, would be for this, especially for our younger audience, uh, be it in university, college, or even secondary school, we have audience like that as well. If they would love to reach out and learn from you, how can they reach out for you, especially those who are like perfectionists as you or kiasu like you, how can they reach out to you? Well, professionally, you can reach out to me. <laughs> On LinkedIn, it's Kuyong Sandra Koo, very adult and very profesh. Um, I usually post a lot on work and, and development stuff. But honestly, if you want to get to know like a more genuine or a more fun side of me and things that I share uh, on Instagram, it's at Huiyong Koo. I usually share about my life. Obviously, everyone shares about their life. Um, societal issues, um, things like injustice of equality and things like that that really keeps me going um insights i get sometimes i share things like i i I am going to write this um but i'm going to share about what i learned in therapy and stuff like that so yeah i share about a lot of different things and i love um talking with people especially on instagram as well so yeah please reach out and make friends yay Nice, nice, nice. Thank you so much, Sandra, for that. And of course, for those people who are tuning in, please do follow her, at her on LinkedIn, at her on social media. She's a really fun person. And she, she every time when I see her Instagram, it's always something different. Huh? She's trying new things. Very, very adventurous. This woman right here. Agreed. All right. <laughs> 
So with that, of course, uh, we can talk all day long, but uh, but because of the time, um, I want to say thank you so much, Sandra, for for having us and also for being here and for sharing. I learned a lot of nuggets. I think one big impact that I got is the accepting your emotions. Mm-hmm. You know, there's something that's very, very uh, important saying thank you to negative and also certain things that you are facing, currently facing, you know, because that also molds us for who we are in the future, right? So really, really appreciate it. Thank you so much, uh, Sandra, for for making time and for all of those viewers. Um, thank you so much. Um, whether you're tuning in, whether you're watching it on on. on the social media, whatever it is, we really appreciate your support. We have our number one fan over here. So, <laughs> and, uh, whichever platform that you are uh, watching or listening, uh, please do message us. What are your nuggets that you have learned inside uh, this podcast? And with that, thank you so much, everybody. Take care and stay safe. Thank you, everyone. Bye. Bye-bye. Hey everyone, uh, thank you so much for watching this episode. We are here to inspire, so we really appreciate your support. Do share this to those people who you know can benefit from this podcast. Don't forget to like, follow and subscribe all of our channels, Spotify, YouTube, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram and TikTok. Take care and see you all soon.